I would not trade my life for a billion dollars. All of the sadness, all of the grief, all of the joy, I wouldn't trade it for a thing. Welcome back to the Recalibrate Podcast, a series of conversations and ideas that connect us more deeply to others and therefore ourselves. Each episode is designed to help you reflect and reconnect, leaving you feeling inspired to make positive change on your path towards a more purpose-driven life. Before listening, if you could go ahead and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would be super, super helpful. And follow us on Instagram at recalibrate.podcast so that you can stay connected. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Recalibrate Podcast. I am so excited because I am here with one of my favorite human beings of all time, Mr. John Brieri. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, JC. How are you feeling? I mean, JC. <laughs> we're just going to go in and out of British accents the whole time we're here. Yeah, it's been ages since we've seen each other. Truly. I haven't seen you in weeks, it feels like. Weeks. Which is ridiculous. There's a lot to catch up on. It's been like 24 hours or less. <laughs> And if it, if it goes beyond that, then you start, it, it starts to go really for us. Yeah. My life is just way less joyful when Jason's not around, so. <laughs> I am so excited to have John on the podcast today because he is the gratitude king, some would say. Oh my goodness. What a, an insanely beautiful way to describe And this is the perfect week to have the gratitude king on the podcast because it is Thanksgiving this week. Yes, it is. Which is the week of gratefulness. But John and I have practiced gratitude for many, many, many years. Many, many years. <laughs> Yeah, so I think they're a perfect person to have on for this week. Thank you for having me, JC. I really appreciate it. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little bit disappointed. I know the rules of this podcast is really like three bevies. And like, well, I have my three right here. There's something lacking in this area that I'm a little bit sad to see. But. Yeah, that's that's definitely on me. So I told John that I would purchase him three bevies for the podcast and he requested a recess, something with caffeine, and I got him water to hydrate him because I was I was nervous about his hydration levels. The thing is that I've already had too many bevies today, so I only also purchased myself a recess and water and I'm I'm missing third. So if this podcast is a little off today, it's probably because of that. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Let me crack this. Yeah, we have look, sponsored by recess on Gotta do a little. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. Can we back into position? We are back. After a little piss out. After a little spillage. Should we cheers now? We should cheers now. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. What's your favorite flavor of recess? Black cherry for sure. Yeah, I have a little file in my brain of all the people that I love and what their favorite flavors of things are, and um, I put that in my file for you. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I feel lucky that that's in my file. Yeah. What are what are some other things that should be in your file? Ooh, peanut M and M's. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, Johnny, the peanut M and M king. I will eat all your peanut M and M's. Yeah. We always have to have peanut M&M's on stock for John because it's like my child. Like everywhere we go, we just start having packs of peanut M&M's. I feel like, you know, when you're a parent and you have to like bring snacks for your kids or else they'll throw a tantrum. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's, that's you. It's Every like, day it's Halloween for me, true. Yeah. <laughs> Where did this love of peanut M&M's start? Ooh. Did you always love peanut M&M's? No. You know, I think that started this summer. I think I was with Tom and Allie and we acquired a bag of peanut M&M's. Then Tom bought me another pack next time I saw them and it became this bit where now it seems like every single time I see one of you guys there's just a pack of peanut M&M's that disappears I'm like the most excited <laughs> four-year-old in the entire universe and we keep bringing them because your reaction is just truly top tier every single time it you act as if you've never seen a peanut M&M before I mean every time I, I have a new pack my brain resets and it's really just <laughs> it feels like I'm having it for the first time all over again power of gratitude exactly 
Yeah, no, the way that you react is as truly as if I was handing you like a one-way ticket to Paris or something. Yeah. Same level of happiness. Yeah, and with, with that really is to me, it's so easy to have a good time. It's so easy to find joy in the most simple moments. And like, for, for me, a pack of peanut M's from someone I love is one of those beautiful gifts I can receive in a day. Mm. Yeah, that's one thing I love about you and like one thing that I have noticed myself looking for as a quality in my friends is this ability to just be so excited by the little things because mm -hmm. I think for most of my life, I've always been someone that's super easily excitable and I remember like coming home from things and I would go and tell my parents and be like, oh my god, I just had the best breakfast ever. I just had the best coffee. I would just always say that to my parents and I'd be like, JC, you say everything is the best. I was like, yeah, but that's actually how I feel. But then once I started hanging out with people that also were like, no, this is fucking amazing. Like, this is so good. Then it's just this like, contagious, infectious energy that we have. Yeah, I commented on, on your post today. I said, <laughs> a quality that I look for in friends is like the ability to be awe-inspired. And what that truly means is like allowing yourself to see the beauty in anything truly. As simple as a, as a pack of peanut M&Ms or as simple as the warmth of the sun on our skin, as simple as presence and eye contact with another human being that you love. Those are the moments where I feel all inspired just to be in, the, in, in someone's presence that can also go to those places. So thank you for being that. Mm, yeah, thank you for being that. You have been such a gift in my life. Truly, life is just so much better when you're able to experience it with people who have that outlook. Like, we could just be walking on the street and be like, look at that tree, look at this, look at this. Oh my God, the sun is shining. It just puts us in the best mood and then we just feed off of each other's energy back and forth and then spread that into the world. It's amazing. Do you think that you've always been like this? Or is it something that you've cultivated? I think it's been a journey to get to a place where gratitude is like at the forefront of my life. I think about it now, I'm like, wow, the last 10 years of my professional and truly like personal life has been so rooted in this idea of gratitude and being grateful. And that being a part of like my purpose in Dharma in this world, like at its core of just helping to spread gratitude and human connection in the world. So. I, I, grew, I grew up in a way where I wasn't always grateful. I took things for granted. And that, that really started back in 2015 when I got this internship at this company called Tribute that I've now helped grow the last seven years of my professional career. And the entire purpose of Tribute is literally to help the world turn off to gratitude and help us spread the message of gratitude in our lives on special occasions like birthdays, weddings, graduations, you name it. And so that was really the first time I got exposed to this idea of living a life like in service of gratitude and having like a core mission in my world, in my life, be to spread that. If gratitude wasn't a big part of your life at that time, what prompted you to seek out that internship? So the internship that I had with Tribute like early on in 2015 was actually something that came like spontaneously. Mm. Maybe that was part of the energy that I was putting out into the universe or whatever like, it might be, but I ended up there for a reason. Yeah. And I look back at like that moment of being on the phone with, with Andrew, my now partner in Tribute, for two and a half hours in the car in the rain at New Albany, I look back and I'm like, wow, that's like one of those pivotal moments of my entire life was saying yes to the opportunity. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah. So how did working at Tribute and starting to be a part of your professional career kind of trickle into these parts of your personal life and who you are as a human being? Yeah. So if you think about what Tribute is, it's, it's, it's essentially like a living eulogy in a sense where oftentimes what happens in life is people will die and that is the moment that we then share all the beautiful things that they've done, all the gratitude, appreciation for the things that they've created, the way they made us feel in this world, is in a eulogy, when someone's dead and they can't even experience what that is. And so tribute exists to turn that on its head completely. 
Have you, have you ever heard of the, the old adage that goes, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it all? Well, if you take out the two don'ts, it becomes infinitely more powerful. It becomes, ready? If you have anything nice to say, say it all. And that idea is so core to how I exist and operate in the world now. If I feel something for someone, I feel things like yeah. pretty hardcore. If I feel that for someone, I'm gonna fucking say it. I love that. And that's why I love being around you. And now, I mean, seeing how powerful tribute is after experiencing two of our best friends' birthdays and their tributes that I got to be a part of, you can just see the, the impact it is. Like one of our best friends' birthdays, Allie, was this weekend. And we all just sat on the roof in the freezing cold in November. It was literally on Saturday. And we got blankets, we cuddled up on the roof, and we watched a 40-minute video of all of these people that we don't even know express their gratitude for one of our best friends. And I was soaking up every single minute of it. I could watch that video for four hours. It was so beautiful to watch all of these people express how much someone that we love means to them. And of course, like Ali's sitting there sobbing and we're just like all holding hands, having this most wholesome core memory experience. But it's beautiful because you're building a platform that creates those experiences. Yeah, what a gift to witness the beauty of someone else through the eyes of people who love them. Yeah. What a lens to which, in which to see the world and to see someone's beauty. Yeah. Yeah, it was very special to witness Ali. I experienced her first tribute TOJs, Tears of Joy. <laughs> fun fun time. 82% of, of our recipients have cried Tears of Joy. Oh. That's like a real snap. So Ali did you get that joined that. We think we have a survey for yeah. all the people who received them. Oh, yeah, I don't I can't even imagine watching that video and not crying. It's mm. so special. Yeah, maybe someday you'll receive one of your own. <laughs> <laughs> not my birthday anytime soon. No shipping for Jason. <laughs> <laughs> imagine. Yeah. No, this is the year where everyone that I love receives a tribute. Okay, so how has that started to trickle into your your personal life, this idea of gratitude and how it's shaped how you view the world and how you show up in your everyday life? Because mm -hmm. it's infectious, this energy that you have. Like I remember before I had met you, the first time I had met some of our other friends, they were talking about you and I was like, oh, well, is John here? Where is John? And they were like, no, no, no. If John was here, you would know. He has this energy that is just so contagious. Like you light up every single room that you're in. Mm -hmm. But I know it wasn't always like that for you. So kind of walk me through like, what would you say a John 10 years ago looks like versus the past through John right now? Can I just say, I'm so grateful just to like be here in your presence and to have you as one of my best friends at this yeah. point. It's like such a freaking gift. And I was smiling inside. <laughs> I guess so I'm like, smiling. <laughs> just hearing the words that you're speaking about me, I'm like, wow, like, I don't get to do podcasts often and share this message and why this matters to me. So thank you for that space mm -hmm. and for being here. This is also our first IRL setup ever with Let's go. the one and only, truly. I would not want to have this experience with anyone else, so I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's crazy to think about. Tribute was like the real introduction to this idea of living a life in gratitude, but little did I know that would be like the smallest piece of me finding like what that means for me. And really like where that, just, that, really where that showed up like most prominently like next after kind of tribute came into my life was in 2019. I had just broke up with my girlfriend at the time and my business that I created on the side of tribute was like collapsing every day. My partnership there was like really toxic and I really didn't enjoy it anymore. I knew I had to make a shift. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna channel all this sadness and sorrow that I'm experiencing in this period of life and I'm gonna make something 
fully opposite, like full 180, completely on its head. And so I decided one day I was going to create this group chat on WhatsApp. And the whole purpose of the group chat was so that I would gather as many people as I possibly could in my local, local, local community, Instagram community, like whatever that might be, to come together each day and simply share three things that they were grateful for in a group chat. And that group chat lasted for almost a year. I had a hundred plus people in it sharing things that they're they grateful for every single day. And so what does that amount to? That's like literally thousands of messages of things that people are grateful for archived in this chat. Green presence, this idea that the most simple moments in our life each day can bring us so much joy. And, 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 and that we truly can feel appreciation for those things where like those things may be things we take for granted previously but are now things it's like wow i am just grateful to breathe air today yeah. i am so grateful for the wind on my skin to feel the coldness to feel to feel to feel it's yeah. like such a gift in and of itself mm. and so yeah that was kind of like my first real expression of gratitude in the world like outside of tribute and have taken that idea with me ever since like i often will just be just existing in an average day and think of things that I've written before, or I'll post it on my Instagram story. And see yeah, that. the daily three. Yeah, weird. What's what is, your, what's what your daily three? Today, I am feeling so grateful for the feeling of the sun on my face. I'm just gonna say whatever comes to my mind. Yeah. I'm grateful for lotion on my hands when it's cold out. Yeah. My hands get a little cracky. I'm grateful for this, com this comfy chair that I'm sitting in right now. How about you? What are you grateful today? Ooh, we are coming off one of the most joyful weekends that I have ever had. I am so incredibly grateful to have friends that show up in the most authentic, loving way that really just creates like this permission slip to be like my most full self. I was describing Allie's birthday to one of my friends. I think my favorite thing about you and existing with everyone is just the amount to which we all just are able to tap into that childlike joy and be so silly and expressive without any fear of judgment. I am so lucky to have friendship like that in my life. I am so grateful for the ability to be here right now and to have Josh who set up this camera for Thanks, us. Josh. Yeah, shout out Josh Gale, uh, who like I met so recently. He was just so willing to be like, anything you need, I'll, I'll help with. I'm like happy to support you in whatever way. So I'm very grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the time and space to work on products that I care about. I have just created this life where I get to show up and do the things that I care about most. I never even thought that was possible. Oh. Yeah. Can you just take a moment to celebrate that really quick? All those things. Yeah. You have friends who inspire you to be the U.S. version of you. And by being that, you just create more space for every other person to feel exactly the same and do exactly the same. Yeah. And you get to work on products that you love and light you up. Mm. These are full expressions. The friendships you have, the products that you work on, are expressions of the being that you are. Mm. And that is a grateful, joyful, loving, <laughs> expressive, absolutely <laughs> lovely, wonderful human being to, to exist around. So Thank you. I can't even appreciate you enough. Truly, yeah, it's so funny to be with someone that you can feel so at ease with. Like, I've had so many friendships that just feel this resistance where you feel like you can't be your full self. And I'm just like, the feeling of existing with you and our other friends is just like this feeling of homecoming. I immediately in your presence, I feel like, oh, 
I'm home. Like I feel so happy and so joyful. And like, I just know I'm so loved and accepted. And that's something that I think once you find that, it just allows you to show up in your life in a way that's so full and in a way that you can express gratitude and appreciate the little things because you have this, this space to be able to do that. Yeah. I shared it this weekend, like, these are the best friendships I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. And that's a true statement. Yeah. I really resonate with what you just said about feeling of homecoming. With these friendships, like, I feel like I don't hold back any part of myself. Mm. I just allow my being to express however it's meant to. And that has felt like homecoming. That's, that's, that, it's like, wow, it took 27 years to get here, but <laughs> I'm damn grateful that we got here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I think when you start to show up like that, you just continually create this ripple effect of letting other people be themselves. Mm. And truly for me, like that starts with the power of gratitude. That is a fundamental core of who I am as a person is my life philosophy is like, it's the little things. It's always the little things that are going to be what make you happy. And I think gratitude is kind of this concept that has become inflated where people are just like, well, just have gratitude and, you know, toxic positivity. So to you, like, what do you actually think has enabled you to believe in this power of gratitude and not just see it as this word that people are talking about or that you see on social media that's like, oh yeah, just practice gratitude. Like I, I assume if it's not a familiar concept to you or you've never really had this practice of gratitude, it's easy to be like, why would that change anything in my life? Yeah, I think just to continue on how I came to this path of living a life in gratitude. Yeah. While I feel that maybe in 2019, like that was a way to express the opposite of the sadness or whatever I was feeling, and an early way to like push through that in a meaningful way and create joy and s spread love through that, I really didn't fully feel the power of gratitude until I experienced deep, deep loss, like beyond just losing like a partnership with a girlfriend or a business. Like I have this insane injury that literally changed the entire trajectory of my life. And it's still uncertain like where that will lead in the future. And so all I know is I have right now. And through experiencing that level of loss and grief, getting anything back has allowed me to feel appreciation for literally everything. And so going from a place of being in solitude at my mom's house in bed every single day, like I'm sure if I'm gonna be able to walk the next week or feel my legs, like simple things we take for granted for in most days, to then being able to just be able to live on my own. I get to work now. I get to work on things that I care about. I get to go on walks. My legs work and I, I use them. Yeah, they do. And I am so grateful that those things work. But it wasn't really until I was like losing some of those abilities through this injury, like that has perplexed, you know, 20 plus doctors and whatever else, that I really started to feel, wow, I am so grateful and so present to this experience of being able to walk or just mm -hmm. feel the sun on my skin. And like, because that's that's something that can be taken away now. I realize, like, wow, that. Yeah, it's easy to think or hear this story and be like, oh, well, that would never happen to me. Like, I'm sure you, pre-2019, never thought that something like that would happen. What was that experience like for context of, of what actually happened and then kind of how it shifted your mindset on things? Mm. Yeah, I injured my neck rock climbing and at the gym and a few other weirder ways that still that I've got undiagnosed, like still unclear like why that situation happened to me. But essentially like, what ended up happening was there was some sort of like spinal cord dysfunction that I ended up having 
and which was causing neurological symptoms in my entire body. So everywhere from my neck down at that point was affected, like my ability to, to move my muscles, to feel things, to feel pleasure, to feel anything was like sl slowly going away. I didn't know why. And I feel so grateful to have been on the journey of discovering that for myself, like not taking no for an answer from people who are, who are supposed to be really smart. Seeing the top doctors in the entire country in New York City, and I'm saying, no, like this is, we can't do anything for you. Uh, I didn't want to accept that. And so I chose to venture out on my own and found this doctor in Spain who understood what was happening to me, who did this rare spinal cord surgery I paid $25,000 out of my pocket for, who basically saved my life. Like one month after the surgery, just over a year ago, September 20th, 2022, was like the day that I started to get my life back. And I am so beyond grateful that that has transpired mm -hmm. because it, it could have gone so many different directions. I met you on the one year anniversary of that happening. Oh my god! Wow. Which was the day that you walked your marathon. Yeah. What was that experience like? Oh, I can feel it now. <laughs> I remember, I saw you when you finished it, like the moment that you finished it. I yeah. was like, I wow. need to be this man. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's a cool thing to say. Yeah. And now we're here talking about it. Now we're here. The Recalibrate Podcast! <laughs> yeah, so with the marathon, was for me was this thing that I did for myself. Mm. And that was one of the best days of my entire life for so many reasons. I'm gonna have to interject though. We, we just paused the, the recording because JC's decided to post a TikTok about reading rhythms, <laughs> which you may have heard about, or maybe not. Maybe not, it's like um, the first intro to reading rhythms. And she's single-handedly selling out both of our two events in December, so thank you JC. <laughs> You're so welcome. Breaking Instagram. Reading Rhythms is my favorite event in the whole entire world. That's how I met John, that's how I met Ali, that's how I met Tom, I met Ben, Charlotte, all from Reading Rhythms. So if you want to meet your best friends. And come read books and community. Come read with us at the next Read Rhythms on uh, December 4th and 13th. There you go. See you there, folks. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Reading Rhythms. <laughs> okay, back to gratitude. Yeah, so going back even further than just my marathon. One month after my surgery, when I really realized I was beginning to recover from this experience, this great experience of massive loss and grief and unprocessed emotion through this whole thing. Once I began to recover, I said to myself, if I ever feel good enough to go live my life in the way that I want to, I'm gonna seize every bit of it, mm. every freaking bit. And so what that kind of turned into was like this conversation I had in early January where I said, I think I'm gonna to move to Brooklyn and recognize that I had a few seeds planted of who I may want to spend time with here. And then over those next few months, thinking through it and feeling even stronger and better and like closer to this goal that I wanted to, to achieve so, so badly. And then getting to like early May, I said, you know what, I'm gonna book an apartment like as soon as I possibly can. It's an amazing apartment down the block here in Williamsburg, where like two weeks later I moved in and proceeded to have the most beautiful past eight months I've ever had in my entire life. And part of that was really like reclaiming all these pieces that I had lost. And one of them was like what would felt like my ability to like really walk and move in the way that I wanted to. So what was something that was so challenging for me a year ago where I could barely walk around the block without feeling lethargic and like I'm gonna fall over to then becoming my greatest superpower. And ever since moving here, I've literally walked every single day without fail. If I don't do that for myself in the morning, before I even start my client work or tribute work or whatever that is, I'm like off. I don't feel on my game. 
And looking back, eight months of walking, I've now walked 1,400 miles, which literally averaged out to five and a half miles every single day Insane. since I moved here. Fuck yeah, like let's just celebrate that for a second. You literally, what? how many years ago was when you were like in the depths before your surgery? Yeah, end of 2020 through beginning of this year. End of 2020, and then you had your surgery literally almost like one year ago. And in that time, you've walked over a thousand miles. It's insane to say that loud. Did you, as a John, a year and a half ago, think that was possible? Oh my gosh, that's an amazing question. Just like to, to reflect on in the last year, I would have never imagined a year ago that I would end this year saying that I've walked, which will be over 1,500 miles. That is literally insane. That's like more than halfway across the country if I started, you know, walking. It's literally insane. Yeah, I feel like whenever I ask you what you're doing, you're like, ah, oh, just step back from a three-hour walk. <laughs> just a sun basking yeah. baby. I'm so blessed to have a life where I'm able to do that. Yeah. I know. Not everyone can do that. It's not very cool to be able to do that. Yeah. But it's like also you can implement little parts of that into your day no matter what your job is. I remember when I had a very stressful job, I still would make sure I got out and went for a walk in the morning. And I was actually just talking about why it's so important for me to go for a walk in the morning. It's like, I think everyone that starts to be on this practice of meditation and journaling and mindfulness, it becomes very self-focused. And I was at a point where I was meditating and journaling and doing all the things and I got just so zoomed into my sense of self. And when I was thinking about like points in my life where I was super depressed over the past year and just doing more journaling, more meditating, more self-practices, the thing that really helped me was getting outside and grounding in outside world and nature and connecting with community and putting myself in these experiences where I could zoom out of what all these things that like I was stuck in my head about and just see like, oh, I am integrated into this greater world and I don't need to just be sitting in my apartment meditating, journaling to find my sense of self. It's like being in community and walking and seeing other people and passing people on the street and going on your routines is actually what feels the most supportive sometimes. Mm. Yeah, in the same way that you are love, you are joy, like those things that you just embody, like you're also nature. It's so insane how we spend most of our lives in these boxes, yeah. these concrete and wooden boxes when we're literally nature, like we're meant to exist and intertwine and weave so beautifully with this like outside world. Yeah. It isn't actually outside, it's like fully a part of us. Right. And so I feel grateful to know that you've integrated that to like a beautiful way in your life where you've broken out of like these depressive periods just by like rediscovering what that is for you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we talked about this when we were in Boulder, but we had gone on this super long walk that lasted for like hours, and we were talking about our ability to experience gratitude because of our ability to make our way through these like dark periods and sit with ourselves and go to the depths with yourselves and feel the emotion on that other end of the spectrum. That's why we're able to experience gratitude and joy at this level, at this period of our lives because of different things that we have gone through. Yeah, and bring this back to like how I came to walking this marathon. What that really came from was a few things here. So like I just got back from Burning Man, which I love. Mm. And I feel so grateful to have steps Foot on that flight though. I never thought I would get back there. I, yeah. I thought I was like, I may never get back here. And I did. And that was a beautiful piece to reclaim this year. And so I just got back from this amazing extensive experience in the desert. And I was walking around McCarran Track at like 10 p.m. 
And I look at my phone, I'm like, I walked 16 and a half miles today just by happenstance, like not even trying to. Yeah. And so I said to myself at the moment, I said, I can do another, another 10, like why not? And so I said, I'll just do it next week. And the reason why I said I'll do it next week is because I literally know how precious each day is now because of the, the place that I've been, the loss I've experienced. I feel connected to my own mortality in a way that I never have where I literally recognize that it could all be over in an instant. Yeah. Like, you could lose it all tomorrow. Yeah. And that's a sobering feeling, but also one that helps me live exactly how I want to today. And what that stemmed from, that idea, was being at Burning Man. And one of the principles there is this idea of immediacy. And so it's like, what are you experiencing in your present world right now that you want to go do? What are you not doing that you want to be doing more of? And why are you doing it right now? And so like, that's the immediacy of the experience, like leaning into your serendipity and your joy right now. If you see something beautiful, go experience it. Yeah. Go, go look at the beautiful art right now because that's all we really have. And what ended up happening at Burning Man was our last two days got rained out. This is a place that never experiences rain and got the most rains ever gotten wow. in the last hundred years, the time that I was there. And I left that experience saying, I did everything I wanted to do here because I had already done it the previous days. I didn't wait for the last two biggest days to go do the things I wanted yeah. to do. I leaned into the immediacy of the experience and did them now because that's all we really have. And I would just challenge everyone to reflect on that. What are you not doing that you want to be doing more of? And why are you doing it right now? You never know when your last two days are going to get rained out in life. Yeah, damn. Is there anything that you feel like you're not doing that you want to be doing more of right now? Mm. Yeah, I think like one thing that I want to experience is like a beautiful reciprocal love in this in this period of life and so that's one thing i'm actually calling in yeah but i feel like you the way that you show up in the world is just love like you said like you embody the most joy love presence in every interaction that you have so all of that that you put out into the world will just come back times a million i can't even i can't even fathom it like thank you for saying mm, that We've talked about a lot how gratitude has impacted our lives, but if someone listening doesn't have an active gratitude practice, like what are some ways that you actively call it into your life? Yeah, so gratitude really for me is feeling into whatever embodied experience I'm presently feeling in my body. Whether that's being on a walk in the sun and just having a sense of appreciation for the sensation of the sun on my body. It has that make me feel. It makes me feel joy. It makes me feel alive. I feel more present. I feel connected to the earth. I feel all these things and just like bring true presence to all those feelings and recognizing the fleeting nature of them all. Like every moment we have in this, in this life is fleeting. Like all the joy that we experience, all the sadness, it, it comes and goes. And just bring presence and appreciation to it all. It's like as simple as that. But like one, one really easy way to just bring more gratitude to, in, into my life every day is just to ask myself like, what, what am I actually grateful for at this moment? And then speaking those things out loud, sharing those with a, with a close friend, sharing them on Instagram and social to watch that gratitude ripple effect happen throughout the internet is like a really beautiful experience. Yeah, one way that this had started to become a practice in my life is my best friend Dan in college, he brought this idea to me and he, who you've now had the pleasure of, of meeting, yeah, Dan is the best. And I remember my sophomore year of college, Dan had just texted me randomly one day and he was like, every day, like, let's text each other through things that we're grateful for. And 
I had never done anything like that before. It definitely was not popular at that time. No one was talking about gratitude on social media. I don't even know what prompted this idea for him. And he texted me and I'm like, okay, sure, let's do it. At the end of every day, we'll text each other and we'll hold each other accountable. And at first I was like, no idea what to say. Of course I had so much to be grateful for but it just felt like weird to me to, to write it because it just wasn't even part of my daily practice or even my vocabulary at that point. And I remember like the first couple of weeks of it was hard. I was like, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my health. Like these super broad things, which of course you can be grateful for, but I wasn't able to just like feel that joy for the little things like, oh my God, the sun is shining today, like how we are right now. Like I just didn't have that, that excitement for it. And I remember like as we started doing it, it kind of retrained my brain to look for those things during my day. Like then I would be like, oh, like this is what I'm gonna text Santa, this is what I'm grateful for. And I would like start to pick out those moments. And then fast forward to now, I have a list in my phone and I know you have something similar where it's my, my daily gratitude joys list. I've had it for the past like seven or eight months. It's separated by month and every single time something just like brings me joy. I just write it in my, my notes app and it's like the smallest things. I'm like, wow, I'm walking into this core power studio and Maggie Rogers is playing. Fuck yeah, like that's my favorite song. Let's go. Or like the subway came right as I was arriving. Like, oh, that's amazing. I'm not gonna be late. Or I just got the best hug from John. Like I literally have that in my notes app. And it's just like these little moments that just like, I wanna savor and bask in and just always remember. It's just so, so important to me. Every single day, it's huge part of my day is calling in those moments of gratitude and just writing them down and reflecting on them. Yeah, I love that so much. Mm. And you have something similar, yeah. I do, I've had a, a gratitude journal and a happy journal for many years, which yeah. we can talk about, but just to continue on what you were saying, there's a saying, it goes something like, where intention goes, energy, energy flows. Yeah, yeah. And the more you place your attention on the simple moments of gratitude, the more of those you'll begin to notice in your life. Mm -hmm. In the same way that like, writing your dreams in a journal after, after waking brings more consciousness to your dreams every night and you'll remember more of them. It's yeah. like, it just brings more of this ripple effect in your own life where you're now experiencing like gratitude in the most simple moments. Life doesn't have to be grand to have like peak experiences. Like yeah. it's the simple shit that is really what's real and present. And yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, and if you're just waiting your whole life for like the one week of the year where you go on vacation or when you get promoted or when you get raised at work, you are not going to experience your most joyful life possible. Like truly, those things are such fleeting moments of happiness. And the way that I've created sustainable, actual joy in my life is truly like cultivating this practice of gratitude and surrounding myself with people like you and our friends that do the same exact thing and that has made me the happiest I've ever been. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like just to be around friends where we can just literally share why we love each other yeah. and why we appreciate that. It's like so a love fest it's all the time. It's a love bomb, but it's so accepted <laughs> and appreciated and it just comes back tenfold each time it happens. Yeah. And it's insane, like we can do that with each other, we can also like the ripple effect that has on our entire community, like yeah. people feel that. Last night we literally stayed up an extra, I stayed up an extra hour because we got into this Instagram DM of we just love each other so much and love life so much. I don't even, how did we even start that conversation? I don't even know, but it, it ends up being, you just sent me all these beautiful moments from the last week where we and all of our friends literally spent like five plus days every single night together. <laughs> and we were like, 
these are my favorite moments of the week. And I was like, just feeling into each one of those and experiencing how beautiful they were for the second time. And then I was like, send me all of your favorite moments for the week. Yeah. Like, I can't stop watching the videos. I just like, keep reliving the moments yeah. over and over again. I feel so happy. Again, it just goes back to like being able to be awe-inspired and really yeah. feel connected to these present moments and their, the fleeting nature of all of them. Mm. And then, yeah, it was like, send me your favorite moments for the week. And then you sent me yours. And then uh, we're just like spewing love back and forth and gratitude. And then you had said, I wouldn't trade my life for $1 million. I would not trade my life for a $1 million. All of the sadness, all of the grief, all of the dread, I wouldn't trade it for a fucking thing. Mm, that's such a powerful statement. Mm. Say that loud is pretty crazy. Do you think like a lot of people have that sentiment? I hope so. I mean, a billion dollars is a lot of money, but my life is worth way more. Mm. So. Yeah, that's something so powerful to realize like every single moment that you've been through, whether it's positive or negative or hurtful or amazing, it has all led to you being right here in this chair right now at this very moment. Mm -hmm. Everything has created the person that you are. Yeah, it's hard when you're experiencing things that are painful and difficult to have that perspective. I know I definitely lost that perspective when I was struggling, but looking back, I'm like, I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have one more for you too. Tell me. <laughs> if I died tomorrow, I'd be pretty fucking happy with the way I lived. Really? Honestly, same. I'm like absolutely the happiest I've ever been right now. And I feel so excited for life every day, but I feel like I'm doing and showing up in a way that feels good every single day. I'm not waiting for anything. If I want to do something, I go do it. If I want to spend time with someone, I spend time with them. That's crazy. If you died tomorrow, you'd be like, I'm good. I lived a great life up until this point, and I'm just trusting that that will continue to unfold as it's meant to. Johnny. JC. <laughs> uh, oh my god. I feel like gratitude has truly changed my entire life. If there's one thing out of all the practices that I've done, it's this ability to cultivate gratitude at any moment that has shaped who I am as a person and has truly brought the most difference into the way that I am living and experiencing life. Mm -hmm. I can say all that in the same. And really, like when it comes down to it though, gratitude is a lens in which we can see the world. But it's a choice to view it through that lens. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to. You can wallow in your anger and sadness and grief and whatever it is. And by all means, allow those feelings to process and move through them. But when we when we can choose to bring a shift to those feelings and say, okay, like while this fucking sucks, yeah, I'm damn grateful that happened because of X, Y, and Z lessons that I've learned. Mm. And just for, to have the experience in and of itself, like to be able to experience the fullness of life, all of the good, all of the bad together, to feel gratitude for all of it is like. That one of the beautiful, most beautiful gifts we can give ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. It's a choice though. Yeah, it is a choice. I actually was talking about this with our friend Ali this weekend where we were just looking at each other and we were like, wow, we are so lucky. And then we were talking about just this idea of being like the luckiest person, right? And I was like, you know what though? I think that if other people lived our lives, they wouldn't appreciate it in the same way because we just get so excited about all the little things and we just truly see, we have this, gratitude glasses on our eyes that just like see the world through this, this certain lens and I think if someone else had a day in our lives they wouldn't experience the same level of joy like it's not what's actually happening like there's a lot of amazing things that we get to experience but it's truly like you said the lens in which we view life and the, the choices that we make me and you go on walks and we're just like freaking out because mm -hmm. the sun is shining and the air feels nice on our skin and like if you drop two people into our bodies at that moment they like could easily not appreciate it yeah i mean that's the presence of it that we bring to our lives yeah. like that is literally just being where our feet are in those moments and saying, wow, 
and just sitting in that feeling mm -hmm. and being present to whatever it is and choosing to be thankful for, for all of it. Yeah. yeah. What was the first time that you remember feeling that feeling and what did it feel like in your body? Mm. I mean, it's been a lifelong journey of chiseling away at these mm. gratitude glasses that are now feel so clear. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. the first time, I mean, I, I definitely had grateful moments in my life, of course. Yeah. This is going back on a thread we already pulled in this, in this chat, but there was this one moment in my marathon where I just put my hand on my chest mm. and felt into the joy of that moment and what that meant to me and just let the tears like also just roll mm. out of my face. TOJs. Oh my god, TOJs, TOJs, mm. tears of joy. <laughs> and just reflecting on the absolutely treacherous journey it took to like being able and getting to do that. It's not like I get to do this. And that's the gift. It's like, yeah. I chose to do this. This is hard, but I've chosen I'm choosing to do this because of what it means to me. And I'm feeling that right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. To have had that experience to raise $5,000 for a cause that I deeply care about from a community of 100 plus people who love me is like, that was one of the most special moments and like really, really felt into the gratitude of that experience. Yeah. It's like several years like coming into a moment. I'm so happy for you that you had that experience and what a fucking gift to be able to tap into your body and sit with yourself in that way where you can fully receive that and not just like push it away or numb it. It's like your ability to experience that level of pain and isolation and discomfort allowed you to like fully crack your heart open and expand to receive all of that back to you and enjoy. Yeah. That's special. Johnny, I could sit here and talk to you all day, but truly, truly which we do all the time anyway. <laughs> One thing that John and I were talking about was we both track gratitude in this way that is pretty janky, I would say, like a notes app and what you use your notes app also. Well. Yeah, and we were talking and we were like, what if there was a better way to track the gratitude that we have? So we made a little passion project and we created a little way to gratitude in your everyday life called the daily grateful it'll be out soon yeah. it's it's in progress we're pending approval on a, on a few pieces of it but the foundation is there and the world will be able to experience dailygrateful.co pretty soon Ooh, we're so excited i'll link it and i'll talk about it when it's live but it will be a way that basically just prompts you to experience gratitude in your everyday life and you can track the joys that you're having on an everyday basis kind of like that accountability how i had with my friend dan like it'll just be your your own pocket day <laughs> basically get in your pocket get in yeah, your pocket first. that will prompt you to experience gratitude and hopefully kind of start to shift your perspective to have those gratitude lenses on your everyday life yes yeah so coming soon to you but john i'm so grateful for you that we we're able to have this conversation in real life the first ever recalibrate despite many technical difficulties we we we, prepared, we keep like anxiously checking to make sure that it's still <laughs> but yeah no this is really a gift i'm so excited to be able to share this conversation and i just could not be more thankful for your presence in my life oh what an honor it is to be the first in-person recalibrate podcast yeah. and i feel the same way thank you for your presence for inviting me on the show to allow me to speak the shit that i really care about this there's, there's some some good ones that came out here, I feel. Yeah. Just to be able to share the world means the world to me. So mm -hmm. thank you for being you. Thank you for, thank you for having me. And thank you for bringing gratitude into the world. Yeah.
John will definitely be on recovery many more times. I have lots more to discuss <laughs> with you, so we'll see him again here soon. But we will talk to you next week. Thanks all for listening. Bye. Bye. We Yay.